Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. We're here. Good We're here again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Um, welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. We're going to talk about something today which I'm sure a lot of people, if not every single person listening to this, no matter where in the world you are, will have gone through. And it's very fresh for one of us. It's about, what, six, eight months since yours, Claire? Yeah, something yeah. yeah, seven months. Yeah, and it's just over a year since mine. Can you guess what we're talking about? Everyone's going, ooh! Of course you can, because you've seen that you've seen the title to this pod chat, or you wouldn't be listening to it. But we're talking about moving house, the stresses, the strains, the ups, the downs, the phone calls that Joe's still getting, um, everything else, Joe. So you probably noticed I've got a different background today as well from the last few that we've recorded um, because phase one is... Or if you're listening, you might not have noticed that no, Joe's got a different <laughs> It might sound slightly different if you're not watching, so you might hear it slightly different. Um, Claire has just pointed out it is still quite echoey, but in essence, phase one of operation relocation to the Wirral has started. So my plan with my mother um was for us both to sell up and move back across so mum's in Sheffield um living in an apartment in Sheffield and I have my house um in the Doncaster Rotherham Barnsley Bermuda triangle as it was um to be honest with you it all started before lockdown so we're what June the 15th now as we're recording this but hang on hang on hang on you made this decision in January didn't you yes over Christmas yes we did decide in January when we went away. Um, I said I was absolutely, I didn't say satisfied. I can't, I said, I'm really, really happy. I think, didn't I? Really, really happy with everything that's going on in my life. But one thing is missing and I couldn't quite put my finger on what was missing. And I suddenly said, do you know what? And it's a really random comment, surprise, surprise, coming from me. I said, I've never changed a baby's nappy. And it made me realise and I know it's a random thought, but it made me realise I'd missed my friend's children growing up. I'd missed my own nephew growing up and I've missed his children growing up and my sister's children growing up as well. And well, I haven't missed them growing up yet because they haven't grown up yet. But that was the point of it. <laughs> that I've never had chance to babysit my nephews and the nieces, um, my great nephew and niece. And, and that hadn't happened for me. And the only thing that I could think, and we just suddenly both turned around at the same time, didn't we, and said, let's move. <laughs> and so we did. And that was literally in the car on our way to the hotel at Christmas. So, yes, the decision was made actually in December. And then January, we started to put things together. Um, and then lockdown came. So, so you've sold your house, haven't you? Prior to my, my house an offer. I'd accepted an offer on my house, lovely guy, person that I would have wanted to have had it out of all the people that viewed it. Mum had sold, well, we thought mum had, um, she'd accepted an offer on hers. Long story short, at this point, mine is still going through and fingers crossed, everybody please, um, it's going to go through this week. Um, we are at the point where my buyer's 
solicitors are waiting financials, which I think is pretty close. Um, Mum's purchase are pulled out, hence the reason I've moved into here for now. Because I was going to say, you've already moved, haven't you? Yes. Your, your current house, even though the sale's not complete, you've moved out of it. It's, I got fed up of waiting. So I got sick of waiting and I thought, do you know what? I didn't want to put it out to the universe to say it, but if my buyer did pull out, at least my house is empty. It will be so much easier for them to show people around now because it's empty. Just get out, move in with mum. And because we've had to start looking for another alternative, um, it's a lot easier to be doing that with her in the same place rather than emailing, texting, messaging, look at this one, look at this one, look at this one. And we've already been back three times across to the Wirral to try and find places, which during lockdown has not been easy. And it's been a very strange experience. Moving house, you moving out of your house, this is what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Your recent experience of packing up That's a house. Been hilarious. She doesn't, if, any, if you could see her face, she's not amused at all. No, but no. Everything, everything you do, Joe's hilarious because it's there's always that you put on it. There's always a story to it. Absolutely. There's always a story. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go into all the details, but there's been some random ones. So um, I just took a call before we recorded the, the podcast today from the Skip Hire Company. Now, I'd already filled one skip and it had been returned and it was an eight tonne, so it's rather large. Now, I have been in the house for 13 years, so yes, there was quite a lot of stuff. Various men have come and gone, so there was a fair bit of stuff, baggage, that I was really pleased to get rid of. Well, then um, what you found in the wardrobe or in the cupboard? That's, in the, that's on the next skip. That's on the second skip. So, yes, yeah, so oh, sorry. that first skip had gone, and then I ordered another skip because I decided I was moving out last week, come what may. Um, so, Friday the 5th was moving day. And... Uh, I went back on the following Tuesday just to finish clearing up. Said, right, I need a skip because I've got about 10 bags of rubbish. Couldn't get to the tip or anything like that. So thought, right, get another skip. Order the skip. I knew I had to be back by a certain time. So there was a time limit on it. I'd gone there really early in the morning, brought everything downstairs. Now, bear in mind, I'm only five foot four. I lived in a three-story, four-bedroomed house, right? I'd already bought a king-size bed king size mattress, king size divan from the top floor down the dog leg stairs to the ground floor and thrown it in the bin myself, uh, not in the bin, in the, in the skip myself. So that was, that was already a challenge. Um, various bits of furniture and what have you. Then I go into my top storage cupboard in my ensuite and I find a laundry bin. Now I've not used a laundry bin for five years. So I opened it up to have a look and see what was in it. Underpants and socks. I've not had a man live with me for five years. Underpants and socks that hadn't been washed. Who would do that to me? Who? Why? Why would you do it? So needless to say, they went in the, in the skip. But the story was, I'd ordered the skip to be in, at, in place by a certain time this particular day. And I said, you can even take it back same day because I'll be gone. I'll be finished. And I've just taken a call to say, we're coming out to collect the skip. This is over a week later, right? The skip wasn't even there because the man delivered it. It took us less time to fill the skip same day that he delivered it than it did for me to, to, to get it off the truck in the first place. So she didn't even know that a skip wasn't there. So he'd delivered it, you'd filled it and yeah. taken it away with him. Yeah, took it off site. 
Mm. I mean, you know, little random things happen to me that you can't even explain. It's just ridiculous. But how did you find this general? How did you find the general process of packing your house up? It took me weeks. I'm a faffer anyway. You know, I'm a faffer. <laughs> it took me weeks. I had no emotion though whatsoever. None. So Claire will, Claire will put some spin on this, I know, because Claire will make, you know, she'll think there's some meaning to it, and there probably is, but I had no, no emotion whatsoever. Hang, hang on. Going back to another podcast some time ago, the inanimate objects. Yeah. Feelings and everything. So yeah. you had no feelings, but nor did that king-sized divan mattress and everything that you probably threw down the stairs. All gone. They, um, didn't, they didn't have feelings about it either. No. Wow. You see, well, the thing was, because you'd made the decision you were moving and you knew you were either moving into your mum's or you were moving with your mum into a new house, yep. you'd, you'd, you'd dealt with it, hadn't you? Yeah, switched off you'd, completely. You'd detached yourself from all the emotional, other than, other than your neighbours, because I know that was very emotional. Yeah. For many reasons, yeah. but um, yeah, you'd, you'd already detached your feelings from those possessions, hadn't you, really? The funny thing is, I the phone calls, the emails up until the point of me moving into mum's were getting stressful. I just couldn't see an end to it, uh, and that's why I said, I'm fed up now, I just need to move because I was living out of boxes. So I'm trying to focus on my writing with you, Claire, obviously. We're trying all to work together on these pod chats. I'm trying to run my body shop business. I'm trying to decide what house we want to move into, trying to look for houses to move into, trying to work out when we can get across there. And, and it's been pretty hectic. It's been a hard few weeks. Um, but all of a sudden now, I've, I've made that decision. I've moved out and I'm just so calm, just so calm about everything. And I, I just know. I remind you about the day of moving. How much had you not packed up while the men were there? Can we not go on that one? I think, I think mum knows because we've just heard that laugh in the background. So you definitely need to explain that now, Joe. I actually thought I was doing really well. I actually thought I'd packed it all up. Now I've moved. I've lived in 30 houses or 30 properties in my life. No word of a lie. I'm 49 and I've lived in 30 properties. Wow. I've never had a problem with packing. I've never had a problem with packing things myself. In fact, the weird thing was, um, only, was it last Friday? It's, it's something about this time of year, obviously, that a memory came up on Facebook and it was showing that my entire contents for my house were fitted in a storage unit. Yes, I saw that. Did you see it? I mean, how random is that? It's obviously something about June that I just have to move and, and just up sticks. Um, so yeah, the day that we were actually moving, they were due to be there at Hopper State, the removal guys, who were fantastic. Um, and yeah, let's just say I hadn't quite packed up as much as I thought I had. And so the guys ended up packing a lot more stuff. And when mum saw the contents of the removal van, which has now gone into storage, but had to come via hers to drop the double bed off, because she'd sold her double bed thinking she was moving before <laughs> You couldn't write it, could you? You couldn't write it. Um, so yeah, it took them hours, actually. It took them hours longer than they were expecting to, to pack everything for me. But something really sad did happen and we did lose my next door neighbour the week that I was moving. And um, 
all my clothes have now gone into storage other than leggings and t-shirts and hoodies. So, so you're not going out anywhere posh anytime soon? So you're kind of, kind of hoping lock, lockdown doesn't change too fast then? Yes. I mean, have I mean... Go on. I thought you've got an event to go to. Was that no, last Friday? No. Am I meant to be going to an event? Your next door neighbour's event. Friday. Friday. Yes, this Friday coming, the funeral. Please say you're not running leggings and a t-shirt and a hoodie. Oh, that's the point. I've just realised all my clothes have gone into storage. Right, get, on, get on next website or ASOS. I'm not even fretting about that because I've got black jeans. I've got a blouse or two, you know, but I'm living out of a suitcase at the minute. And I just said to mum this morning, won't it be nice when we can do these pod chats if we're out of lockdown by then we'll all be together obviously but if we're having to do them remotely like we are now um just to be settled somewhere just not to be living out of boxes and suitcases i mean i was even sleeping on a mattress on the floor in my own house for the last few weeks because i just wanted to start packing it's just i mean it's just weird just weird all over i have an admission to make here Go on. I moved house in 2015 and when we moved in 2019 to this house which hopefully will be the forever house now um, I'd got a whole room stacked floor to ceiling of boxes that I'd never unpacked in four years <laughs> So have you started getting rid of those but it's all been dealt with now. Need them. Yeah, we went through them before we moved. I actually had never unpacked my last house. There, Taylor, that's shocking. But, <laughs> but you're not the only one, are you, out there? You're not the only one. I bet there's hundreds of people still in that same position. I bet that's you. What, that's what yeah, I'm an absolute nightmare. When I moved out of the house in 2015, I did exactly the same as you. I thought, oh, I've just got a few kitchen cupboards left, essential stuff. I'll pop yeah. them into a box on the day. Four yeah. o'clock in the afternoon, we're sat outside the people who were buying the house. Yeah. Going, we've got to come in. I'm sorry, we've got to come in. And I'm like, okay. And I just chucked everything into the back garden and said, I'll keep coming through the garage and getting stuff. <laughs> It's hilarious, isn't it? You don't realise how much junk you build up. Well, think about it. I mean, I filled the biggest skip the first time, but then, okay, so the palaver on the day was, on the day that the skip was due to arrive, and I knew I had to be home, like I said, at a certain time. I'd ordered a three-ton skip, so that was only going to be like a mini size. It was only going to be a little one. Um, I actually filled that because they delivered a four-ton. They couldn't deliver the three-ton in the time that I needed it to be there, so I played hell up a bit and said, you know, can you just do a top and turn type one? Um, so he did, but it was a four ton and I still filled that. So 12 tons of rubbish, 12 tons. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say it, but how much stuff you don't actually need. So if I'd not got it out of boxes or not seen it for six months, yeah. excluding Christmas stuff, because I made sure that went in the removal van, that was safe. Um, yeah. 12 tons of rubbish. You oh, change subject now. You do it though, don't you? Because like when I, when I moved, it, was, it wasn't planned. It was a kind of a, 
forced decision at the time in October. I'd, I'd yeah. got some really bad neighbours and I just couldn't see a way out of it that I was in control of. It was starting to cause me stress and affect my work because I work from home. So I made the decision to move. Um, we've lost Claire. Claire's gone. Claire's gone. Come back. She's obviously heard this story about my my <laughs> far too many times, and she doesn't want to hear it again. But uh, now Claire, Claire is having a few um, internet problems at the moment, so uh, I will carry on so that the podcast doesn't uh, get interrupted. Um, and we'll hopefully Claire will come back and work out where Claire's gone. Yeah, trying to work out where she's gone. Um, I'm sure she'll come back. She's, she, her internet may have dropped out or something like that. We have all these problems. But anyway, so my, my move back in October last year was brought about by external uh, causes and reasons. Yeah. And I took the decision that I was going to move. Let's say it was the third week, third week in October. I decided to move. I'd found a place to move. Thankfully for me, it was a lot easier because I was moving from a rental to a rental. So it's a bit longer process when it's a purchase. I'd, so I decided to move. I'd found a deposit because unfortunately when any move, there's a big payment to shell out, whether it be yeah. or things like that. And I'd found a place to move, got the deposit, decluttered and downsized like you've just mentioned joe but i didn't quite need a skip so there was a lot of was maybe three or four runs to the tip and a few facebook marketplace sales um to get rid of certain things i could probably declutter again if i did it now but I, the idea was that i didn't move with the clutter i didn't take it yeah. Um, so say from the third week of October to the 25th of November, I was decided to move, sorted a deposit, found a place to move, decluttered, packed, moved in, unboxed, job done by the 25th of November, one month. The moving day was really fun though, because I did have removals because I've moved lots of times myself and I've lost count because I am a, a forces child. Yeah. Uh, and I've moved around myself quite a bit as well. So I've not lost count of how many times I've packed up and whatnot. Um, the day of the move, did I have the worst almighty cold I have ever had? Oh, you were, you were really poorly, oh, weren't you? Oh my Lord, my arms were like wet spaghetti. So moving out of a first floor flat that was down um, a normal staircase, but with a return in it, two returns actually, into another first floor flat although it's above a shop so it's a higher story so more stairs so quite narrow yeah so the removals guys bless them did most of the work and they did have to do two runs in their van it was one of those long wheelbase high top ones so it's a little more stuff than i thought as in uh, the packet like jenga it's amazing how they pack a removal <laughs> in awe uh, but if I hadn't had those two guys, there wouldn't be in a cat in hell's chance. I would have moved that day. And thankfully, I had a, a friend that helped me and we had a car full of stuff each. My kind of personals, if you like, the TV and things that break. Yeah. But we, did it, we did it inside inside a month, packed up, job done and everything. So See, I've, actually, I've actually sold a house in the past and moved out within a week. One it week? Went on, it went on the market on the Thursday. Mm-hmm. 
and I moved out the following Friday. It was all done. The entire sale. It, it just, the lady wanted some of the furniture, which was a bit of a bonus. Um, but I was even at work on the Friday, from what I can remember. Mum was dealing with the estate agent. And in fact, she'd come down to help me put it on the market and ended up staying that week. So we'd packed everything and moved out the following week. And I mean, this, this is the challenges that you have through life. So I was buying a house, selling my house down south, mm -hmm. buying a house in the north, but it was off plan. So uh, I wasn't allowed to have the mortgage on the other place and put the deposit down for the new place. Yep. So everything had to go into storage. So I was homeless for six months. And so I've managed to live in one bedroom and sofa surf as well, because I had lots of good friends around me as well. And it was when I was traveling the country. So where possible, I was staying in hotels with work anyway. But my God, things have changed. And then this time, it just took me forever to get things sorted. But one of the things we were saying was, it is essential to get your right removal people. Oh, yeah. And you've just hinted at that as well. You've just said that. I mean, we use um, a company called Bramwells and they moved my mum and my stepfather from their house into the apartment. And um, the other challenge for us with, with my particular move as well was that some of the items were coming to mum's, like I said, with the double bed and a few bits and pieces and everything else was going into storage. But then when they got to mum's, she also had some boxes of things to go into storage as well. Yeah, split destinations, I think, do cause some really interesting uh, challenges oh uh, yeah you know, claire's particularly got a, a problem with that uh she's she's actually messaging me uh through facebook at the minute because we're recording on zoom so she's got some 4g i'm guessing because she's had problems with her router so uh the internet has dropped out and she's trying to reboot it and there's no internet yet so uh <laughs> i don't know if she's going to come back but maybe between us we can kind of tell claire's story as well for her because i think we both know it when when she was making her last move into the dream home they had so things she had literally dreamt this home hadn't she she had dreamt what this home looked like she had um visualized herself in it she knew exactly what it was going to look like um and sure enough it is a beautiful beautiful home that claire has now yeah she, um, she dreamt it before it had even been planned or the development had even started actually yeah. down to room floor plans and everything detail yeah yeah and i know i know what on the on the moving day because they were moving sort of from one household and some bits of furniture were going to her dad. She's talked about him earlier in different episodes. He doesn't live too far away, but that was a piece of furniture going to there, something coming back, some things being dropped off somewhere else. And then things being at the new house all on the same day it was quite a, an epic uh, spinning plates. I call it when you've got lots of moving parts. And uh, I think when you're moving, there can be things like that. If like you said, you've got skips, yeah, you're taking things to mums. Some things are going to storage for you, some for her, and there's lots of things going around. So, what would you say? Do you need to be more organised, or is it just you think you can respond uh, as things are thrown at you, like you just mentioned there? You manage it, to sell a it, house it, in a week. Yeah, I mean, it, I, things have changed dramatically. That was what 13, 14 years ago that that happened, mm -hmm. um, but. So things have changed with solicitors and, and 
you've just got to be so so patient they do what they have to do and you do get fed up of chasing them it feels like that's what's happening from our end but obviously what we've got to appreciate is what's going on at their end as well it's it's your life isn't it so you're dealing with that one thing and it's absolutely key on top of your list that you get the updates and I've even got to the point now I think you know what they'll contact me when they're ready to and I'm not chasing anymore I'm not asking them for updates it will happen so one thing is just be patient um get the right removal guys be organized you've absolutely got to be organized I mean I I guess the thing that happened with me was I hadn't got a set date to work towards yeah and that was the difficulty so isn't it it was it was just I was completely in limbo in the weirdest time as well so you know I couldn't even bring a few carloads over to mums during lockdown because she's high risk yeah and, you know, I didn't want to come into the apartments. And it was a decision that I made to actually move in, that we had to get agreement from people who live in the apartments as well mm. to make sure they were happy with it. So if lockdown ever, ever happens again, don't even think about relocating or moving through any of it. Just stop. Just yeah. stop. Um, the other challenge that happened with us as well is that mum's buyers pulled out right at the last minute as well. Mm-hmm. So the property we thought we were going to move into that we'd had the offer accepted on over in the Wirral, it needed a lot of work doing to it. And the guys had it all happened and flowed as normal dates wise would have been fine. Um, but needless to say, the guys who would have been going in to do the work had been furloughed. Um, and the last three months of just, played on mum you know she's she's getting older she she does admit it bless her she's getting older and she's getting more frail and you couldn't face all the work that needed doing in that property so we ended up pulling out of that as well so now we're at a point again where in actual fact our minds have changed as to what property we're even looking for yeah so we'd gone originally from an apartment then to a bungalow and now we're thinking do you know what? If there's a house that we want and ticks the boxes, let's just do that. So there's a bit of flexibility that needs to be allowed as well. Don't, I would say, don't look at one house and put your whole heart and soul into it. Yeah. Um, because you have to be a little bit flexible. There is some compromise to having everything, as there is in life, isn't there? Yep, definitely. Um, but use your friends as well. Because I don't know what I'd have done without all those boxes you gave to me. <laughs> Oh, no worries. Well, it's, it was a good timing on the move then, wasn't it? Was it? Like, perfect. I got to recycle boxes that you could use for, for packing your stuff up. But I think my, my best tip is you, you have to declutter before you move. Yeah. Ideally, if you can declutter and pack and obviously go through room by room. Uh, but p- different people work in different ways. Yeah. It can be done quick when you have to. It's amazing what people can do when you have to do it. Um, I think that goes for all things, not just moving house, but moving house is a new one. Oh, it looks like Claire's going to join us just for the end. She's back in. She's back. She's back. She's back, look. Come back. To come back online and connect. No. She is. She's going to pop up in a minute. It's coming. It's coming. There's, there's There's a black box. We should hopefully see her. There she oh, is. People are listening in at the moment. They won't have seen what's been going on on the screen, but we lost Claire. Oh, oh. we still lost Claire. There's an empty chair. We've got Claire's chair now, if you're come listening. Back, come back, come back. So just, oh, yeah. to, uh, just to, just to fill, keep you updated, uh, Joe and I have tried to explain your, 
your last move where you'd got different pieces of furniture to pick up and drop off at different places and that usually oh my God. Yeah. moves uh, we've filled in we've done my bit about uh, deciding packing decluttering moving all inside a month uh, we were just kind of wrapping it up so I think it's great timing that you can come back in and put your summary on matters of moving house yeah nice summary do you know what I'm having so many technical issues today I don't even know where my brain is at this minute um my summary of moving house yes don't do what any of us have done plan it start packing early pick everything up the night before even your toothbrush and your mug do not leave it till the day of the move it never yeah. works it never yeah. works and if you can do what joe's done and move out before your house is sold so you can go back and actually clean it through without any furniture in it do that because i remember two moves ago having to wait for the removal men the, the new people were sat outside with their removal van and as the removal men were taking it out i was having to dust under hugely heavy sideboards and stuff that had never been moved for like six years it was just a complete nightmare so yes prepare prepare absolutely and do you know what the last things that you should pack if you're moving from one house straight into another on the same day what are the last things that you pack your kettle your milk your tea, coffee and sugar and your cups. And the cutlery, we didn't find and our cutlery spoon. for three days when we moved into this house. <laughs> wow. And the first things to unpack when you land at your new house, your kettle, your tea, your coffee, your milk, your sugar, your cups, your cutlery and fish and chip Friday. And some clean yeah, yeah. for tomorrow. It's the takeaway open. Yeah. You've got to have clean knickers for the next day though. <laughs> There's always, something, there's always something if i can make one recommendation there's for people in the sheffield area i know there's many many removal businesses and removal companies but jonathan bramwell at bramwell's relocation absolutely Ooh. perfect there are plenty of other there excellent are. removal firms there are there are on that note i feel it's time for a brew i think i need a gin i don't know about a <laughs> Technical problems and gin, so uh, I will let... Uh, I don't like gin, by the way. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see you just need it. <laughs> see you all soon. See you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.